what if living your best self and your ideal life was your religion, your God? Welcome to the Church of Awesome, a podcast dedicated to the principles of living an awesome life. Welcome to the Church of Awesome Podcast. I am the Catalyst of Transformation, Brett Dupree. Right now we are going through the Book of Transformation. Yes, that is transformation, your ability to transform your life. The first step or cycle, of course, cycle of transformation because transformation is a consistent cycle. It's this, it's not a straight line because basically, as we say every week, life is not a straight line. It's a circle or it's actually more wibbly wobbly, timey wimey type stuff if you go over to Doctor Who, but it goes through that. You might be skipping steps or going back and doing a step over again, but this is just part of it, which is planning. See, once you become aware of what you want and what you don't want in your life, and then you make your decision and commitment to what you want, the next part is planning. And I know this is a cliche. Sometimes things are a cliche because they are a good thing. But if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And basically, this means if you don't have a plan, it doesn't matter where, how you get there. And again... You want to be nice to yourself. You do not have to be perfect to your plan. That causes a paralysis of perfection. You don't want to make your plan overly complicated because that might overwhelm you as well. And also, you're not writing your plan in stone. You are creating a plan that can change at any time based off new awareness. Again, back into the cycle. Because I remember when I changed my life many years ago when I was 26 and I decided to make a plan. And my plan was to, well, figure out how to talk to women. And so I just kind of mapped it out. I would learn techniques and then I'd go out and use them. And I went through that. I learned a lot. And then I would go out and work on those techniques. And then, of course, my plans changed as I recognized that these people were a bunch of manipulative people and I didn't want to be the type of guy to manipulate a person to be with me the idea of trying to lower someone's self-esteem so that they would be lower their self enough to have sex with me well that was just that was just terrible I don't know how that became popular actually I can so I changed my plan and I decided to listen to everything I possibly can on personal development and Going through that plan allowed me to change my life from somebody who was not shy into someone who's extremely shy into someone who people were surprised even to say that I used to be shy. In fact, one of my favorite plans I ever did was my plan in, I think it was 2006, I decided I was going to take at least three classes a month that were based off things to push me out of my comfort zone. That's when I took improv classes, which... I highly recommend if you want to push yourself out of your comfort zone and looking like a fool in front of people is your biggest fear because it was mine and every week, every class, that's all we did. We looked like fools in front of ourselves and I took almost a year worth of classes through that and also then I took dance classes and meditation classes, classes where I'd have to meet and talk to people or if I go to a class, my goal, if I go to, went to a class that that was like a group meditation my personal goal was to strike up a conversation with a stranger and just have a regular normal conversation like a human being 
Another place where having a plan really showed up in my life was Toastmasters. I wasn't a good speaker many years ago. I was quite bad. I used ums and ahs just like everybody else. And I couldn't really do a good job of conveying my emotions. And so throughout Toastmasters, I created a plan. And I heard this from somebody. I don't remember who. But if you try to work on everything at once, you can get overwhelmed and it's hard to improve. But if you work at one thing at a time, and you can kind of work on the other things as well, then you can improve incrementally and get to the point where you're happy. For instance, if you want, I wanted to work on my ums and ahs, and thus I really decided to work on my pausing. And no matter what part, Toastmasters is part of, has three sections. It has something called table topics, where you work on your extemporaneous speaking. Talk for one to two minute based on a question. You had a prepared speech, and then you have an evaluation where... You gave a two to three minute speech on someone's speech to give them feedback. Well, I decided then that I was going to be working on one thing at a time. And so I'd be working on my pausing. No matter what I would do, be it my table topics, my speech, my evaluation, my number one goal was to work on pausing and not saying ums and ahs until I felt I was good enough. I mean, I'm not perfect and it's not about being perfect again. But once I got to the point where I'm happy with being able to speak and not saying a bunch of ums and ahs, or I say um uh, at most once or twice per speech for five to seven minutes, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing pretty good at this. And then I want to work my body language, getting my arms out there. And no matter what I was doing, I would just work on my body language, walking on instead of what we call the crocodile arms, not crocodile, uh, T-Rex arms, we're going to get big, bold body language. And no matter what I was doing, being my speech, being my table topics, being my evaluations, I'd be working on my body language. And even, you know, I mean, of course, there'd be other things I'd want to improve as well, such as connecting with the audience and things of that nature. But I would put a main focus on one. And doing that has allowed me to greatly improve my public speaking because I had a plan. And when I don't have a plan, like when if I decide to, I'm just going to lose weight without a specific plan, it generally doesn't work out. I do best when I have a plan. I do best when I have a plan and support. Having in that situation and not recognizing that has led me to this yo-yo life that I am currently trying to break now. See, when you don't have a plan, you don't really have focus on your day-to-day activities. When you want to get to where you want to go, it takes daily consistent action. And if you don't have a plan on how you're going to do your daily consistent action, you're going to have to make a decision every day. And one thing about willpower, willpower kind of exists, but it depletes over time. Every decision you make depletes your willpower. So if you have a plan in place on how you're going to act each day, you already have the decision of doing that. You are taking a decision away, thus increasing, or not increasing, that's the wrong word. It's kind of like you have a cup, and every time you use willpower, you take a scoop out of, every time you make a decision, you take a scoop out of your willpower truck, truck, cup. So if you think about it that way, such as, I mean, Steve Jobs was a very famous person, but he was famous for wearing the same clothes every day. So that he wouldn't have to make that decision every morning on what clothes he would have to wear. Another person, I forgot who, I think it was Warren Buffett. 
he eats pretty much the same thing no matter where he goes. No matter what, what restaurant he goes to, he already knows what he's going to order because he believes himself to be a highly disciplined person. And to be that highly disciplined person, he recognizes the fact that every time he goes to a restaurant to make a decision, that's depleting his willpower. And when you're doing stocks, you need a lot of willpower because you need to make good decisions on when to sell the stock and when to actually hold on when it looks like you're losing, you know, millions of dollars, but you don't want to make poor decisions in that situation. So he reduces his, his amount of decisions every day. And one way to reduce your amount of decisions every day, of course, is have a plan. Steve's jobs, part of his plan is wearing the same clothes every day. Warren Buffett's plan is to eat practically the same food every day. Eating the same things every day is their plan. So when you think about what you want to be in your life, create a plan. Of course, again, this doesn't mean you have to stick to your plan to a T. Once a week, you should always reassess, always look at your plan, look at your awareness. Has anything changed in your life? Has you changed? Because you might have outgrown your plan or your plan might not be working for you. It's about finding the things that work for you, especially if you do something that's somebody else's plan, which is fine because there's a lot of people out there selling their plans. If one of your thing you want to do is become successful in online marketing or something along those lines, and you find someone else's plan on how to do online marketing, that's a good thing. But sometimes it doesn't work. I was, that's happened to me recently. I was in a group where there was a plan on how to transform your life in a year. And mostly noting the plan and the group way they support each other wasn't working for me for the, what I needed in my life. And thus I recognized that this plan wasn't working for me. It might work for other people and that's fine. See, that's one of the thing about being human. We are not automatons we are very individual snowflakes if you will there are things in common with people if you take an entire crowd of people there are a lot of similarities but when you go down to the individual nature of us different things work for different people we just have many different ways of looking at the world and figuring things out so if a plan is working for somebody and it's not working for you you're not at fault. The plan just doesn't work for you. And that's fine. Not everything needs to work for you. Not everything can work for you. That's just the way life works. So basically speaking, you need a plan. You need some sort of a plan. The more built out that plan can be, but not to the point of overwhelm, the better. Because It will reduce the amount of decision-making you have in your day, thus increasing your willpower. And that is this episode of the Church of Awesome podcast. I am Brett Dupree, the catalyst of transformation for the Church of Awesome. Reminding you, oh yeah, (laughs) yeah, reminding you to be love, to be joy, to be awesome. The Church of Awesome is a proud member of Seven Stones Radio. For more information about the Church of Awesome, check out thechurchofawesome.com. The Church of Awesome is recorded live 8 a.m. Pacific Time at the Church of Awesome Facebook group. Now go out and live an awesome life.